Hope y'all uh you know have a good time. As Things of that as, nature. Yeah, as long as you cool with it, it should bless you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if I you have, have doubts own... about it, it's not gonna bless you. Yeah, you know, I have my own. If you think thoughts. you're living a lie, it's not gonna bless you. Yeah. But if you see truth in it, you know what I'm saying? If you see, you know what I'm saying, power in it, then you know it will. Mm-hmm. So just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, of course. I do yeah, agree with that. Oh, yeah. As definitely long, agree as with long that. You, as, long, as long as you team, as long as you love doing it. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Because, so, you know, you got some, so, some church goers. Um, that I mean, it's, it's it, it seems meaningless to them at times, but that's because they don't know how to look on the bright side. Mm-hmm. You gotta stay when they say, so you say you gotta live in the word, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the word is positivity, yeah. You gotta look on the bright side of shit. That's it, everything is all about, side. yeah. About to say because it's all they, about they, like they, your they, perception. Day and night got a bright side. Oh yeah, it's just how you look at. It. Yeah, you know that's why like I, I look at it like this. Look at like looking at religion like looking through different lenses. Like if you go to an autometrist and you go get fitted for like you get tested, you know get your eyes tested, get glasses, contacts, things of that nature. Everybody that needs glasses don't wear the same type of glasses. Mm-hmm. Some people got they gotta see some people far sighted, some people near sighted. Yeah. That means a different type of lenses, mm-hmm. a different type of you know, frames and stuff like that. That yeah. you know, uh, you know, everybody eyeballs are not shaped the same, so you know, it's a lot of different factors that go into it. I look at religion the same way. Is like for example, somebody that might be nearsighted. Might not get it. Get what somebody might say that's far-sighted from the religion point of view. Like some people believe that you got to go to church every Sunday to prove that you are truly whatever whatever denomination that you claim to be. And some people believe that you don't have to go to church every Sunday. And guess what? Who's to say who's right? Who's to say who's wrong? Right. Because it's it's that is your belief, you know that. For example, if you believe in your heart, mind, and soul that you need to be in that uh, establishment <clears throat> every Sunday to prove to yourself that you are doing everything that you can to, you know, be a good whatever, then do it. Don't let nobody stop you. Don't let nobody stop you. All we saying is that don't let nobody dictate either what you should do. Like, don't let nobody tell you, hey, if you don't do this every day for whatever religion that you believe in, you're backsliding or you're basically you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And that ain't the case. Because who's the hear that who's to say that they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So don't let nobody else try to dictate what you need to be doing with your life when it comes to your personal beliefs in whatever you believe in. And we basically talking about church right now, so. Like I said, <laughs> every blade of grass don't grow the same. There you go. Rose so, on it. Rose on it. Yeah. Every blade of grass don't grow the same. That's one. That's yeah. So so so, so when you in the church house, I say it all the got, time. You got all kinds of different blades of grass in the church house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they don't grow the same. 
Yep. So. Hundred percent right about that. session uh when the pastor got up and did the <clears throat> uh, not mistaken it's called the eulogy and when he got up and did the eulogy in in what he what you just said it sparked that uh that thought that memory he basically was bringing that up he was saying hey i'm a pastor and i like sports but i would dare try to uh try to get out of the church faster hurry up and get done with my sermon faster so i can get home and watch the game this was a pastor saying this like, like last weekend. And, you know, that, that was alarming, to, you know, to hear a pastor actually say that because, you know, people know that most pastors do that, but nobody actually just says it. Mm-hmm. He actually said it. That was kind of cool. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got, like, that's why other religions, like, they, they prayer and meditation be like 15, 30 minutes. Yeah. Like they, 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 they all make sure they all make sure that they have enough time to attune exactly to that country. Now you did bring that up before. Yeah. Um okay. I will say this, in my particular opinion, like when it comes to like how long a prayer should be, 
I don't think that there is an actual definitive dictionary guideline okay. Okay. to like, okay, if this prayer wants, you want this prayer for this, it got to be this long. If you want a prayer for Science, this, it got to be this long. So scientifically speaking, like as far as like uh, reaching that state of receptivity, mm-hmm. on average, you know, because they, they study people, that they put them in trances, that they've studied all kinds of stuff. They have all kinds of study on hypnotizing people that put them in trance. Mm-hmm. Between 15 to 30 minutes on average, if, mm-hmm. if, if you are consistent, yeah, the better you get at it, hell, it'll take you a minute and hell, it'll take you 30 seconds. You know, if you get if you gradually practice it, good. Mm-hmm. But on average, you know what I'm saying, the, the beginner, mm-hmm. between 15 to 30 minutes. I will say this too, just to add in. Um, you, a lot of people always say that you got to pray and you have to basically open your mouth and say the words that you're praying about, whatever you're praying for. You have to verbally actually those words to, you know, to Sam. I'm actually, I've actually trained myself. I can only speak for myself, but I've only trained, I trained myself where if I wanted to uh, help somebody with a prayer or help somebody like that, I wouldn't even say the words. I wouldn't even have to. And um, basically, I would just say it in my mind. Now, people are taught that you have to make a joyful noise, a, a joyful like noise to the Lord. They say that a lot. I'm here to say that in your mind, you, you can just make just enough joyful noise in your mind, just saying it in your mind and have to say it out loud. Yeah, because they, 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 they define it <clears throat> joyful. I mean, like, okay, you got to be loud to prove how much how much joy you have. You, like, they, they base it on loudness. Like, you got to be, a, you know, make a loud sound to show the Lord that you really love him, that you're happy, happy, you're grateful. Okay, well, the louder you are, the more powerful vibration. So maybe certain words that you allow with. I mean, yeah. I agree I mean, with that. So certain words and, and, and you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, vowel, like, the, like the vowel letters, like, the, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, E, I, O, U. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We went down this one. They make up a word. And like, they don't make it up. They don't, don't create their own words. And then they just shout it out. Yes, like, like, like uh, six, they call it speaking in tongue. Yeah. Now, I don't want to touch on it because that's a very, very touchy subject. And I know what I will really say is probably will offend a lot of people. So I ain't going to touch it. But I'll be like this. I always felt that no matter what anybody is doing, if you're going to do something in a in a public space, I think that there always should be a translator there to let everybody else know what this person's saying. And I believe that the case because they prove it all the time with people that speak different languages. When you see an interview of, of somebody that speaks English and interviewing somebody that don't speak English, he has what there? He, got, he or she has a translator there. So the person that don't understand the language can understand what they're saying. That's how I look at speaking in tongues. If somebody speaks in tongues, I think somebody should be present to basically be able to decipher what that person is saying or be like a transcriber. 
you're going to transcribe what this person is saying, let everybody know their what they're saying. Consist, their, their words consist of more vowels than anything. That's why that's why he's speaking tongues. I'm gonna tell you the truth. The real the real tongue that when you hear people say, I'm not trying to mimic it. I'm not trying to make fun of it. I'm just gotta say it so people can understand it. Shove it in the hot 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 That those the the format and how those words are saying they're really speaking um they're really speaking Hebrew in a certain way. But it's like remember, an old Hebrew language that they're speaking. Remember we talked about that last like, like uh in, in Egypt. Yeah. Um now uh the classical way it has another thing in there, another aspect in there that's unfamiliar. So they're saying that it's an Atlantean language also mixed in with the Egyptian language. Mm-hmm. And but they're not sure because they know that it, it, it was a change in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like people who study that language, they know that something's mysterious about it. Like it's something something else there mm-hmm. than, than than what we know. Yeah. And they are and they were saying like, you know, uh, it's probably from you know the those the Latins that uh descended mm-hmm. uh, the, the descendants of Atlantis. Yeah. Whenever they uh fled to Egypt like that and then start teaching and start, start you know what I'm saying doing their way of thing well I, that's weird that you said flee that's another misnomer I think people get that uh misconstrued it's like if you think about it in those ancient times whatever is that whatever the hell was in charge at the time whoever was the best whoever was on top Atlanteans Lemurians whatever I think that during that time they was like on such a higher level where it was like they didn't always have to communicate with each other verbally. I think they used to do it telepathically. Yeah. And they used to just use their mind to communicate with somebody that's far away. I always say this. I wasn't there when the uh who was it? Uh Graham, uh, Alexander Graham Bell, the person that quote unquote supposed to invented the first telephone. Yeah. I wasn't there with him, but I promise you, that guy had to run across some kind of knowledge about telepathically speaking to somebody that's not even in that room yeah. or in that area to come up with that concept. You got to think about it. Yeah. Who would just come up with that out of nowhere? Man, I wish I could speak to somebody that's not even here. Now, of course, you know, you can talk, you know, to people that's passed on. But I'm talking about people who are in the physical. Like, literally have a conversation with somebody that's miles away. So, you know, just to just to put that out there. Yeah. So I think we used to communicate way different back then. And I think now the communication process, the reason why I always say that most prayers don't work is because we're speaking in such a low vibratory state. That's why we don't get high stuff. We're speaking at a low standard mode, expecting high definition results. I told you about the, the word amen. <clears throat> We've been saying it wrong because it lost its power. Thank it, you. It's, it's supposed to be, it, it, the way it's spelled up is A-H-M-N. Uh-huh. And, and, and it says like, like the word am mm-hmm. or am. Mm-hmm. It's like um, like, like, like that, that's how they say amen. 
like uh, back yeah. then. But when you change that, you change the vibratory frequency of that. Therefore, you change the whole like 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 you just lost like it just lost its power whenever yeah. whenever you took amen and, and, and instead of um you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then that's how he said so exactly so basically it's spelled a h m n but it's like am you know what I'm saying like you can say it's 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 like pronounced a m though in a way it's am or um and it's not it's not amen or amen you know what I'm saying. Like it's a, it's a different like it's like um is more powerful than because for one because the m and then the vowel mm-hmm. sound that you know what I'm saying it it it, char- it charge you up you know what I'm saying it, like for one it charge your third eye like a motherfucker it charges like your uh, pineal yeah like, you like you like, feel like, you feel like you receptive to it you you'll feel like how powerful words are if you in a receptive state whenever you speak. Exactly. And, and you and, and you'll realize why you know what I'm saying I said um, about those uh, broken words mm-hmm. versus you know what I'm saying rich words mm-hmm. because rich words uh, mainly consist if if a consonant comes first then mm-hmm. then it consists of a vowel right after mm-hmm. instead of another consonant if, if a vowel comes first. Those, like, that's a very like those are powerful words too. Like those are some of the powerful words because mm-hmm. they, they started off with vowels. And um, what if, like, at one time, it, we used to only speak in vowel format? What if there was no constant, constant, uh, consonants? Consonants. What if there were none? What if we just like we used to only speak in vowel language? I mean, because I did see this one, uh, this one research study once. They was talking about how. Um, uh, basically <clears throat> we're not the smartest, uh, uh, beings on this planet. If there are other beings that are smarter than us, and I'm not talking about aliens and nothing like that. They'll just start with dolphins. Dolphins can communicate with each other in a sonar way, meaning they can make a sound and it means this. I think we kind of used to like communicate like that too because they say that they use we only use 10 percent of our brain they say if and i'm gonna stay i'm gonna look it up but i know that dolphins use a lot more percent of their brain than we do and they said that because dolphins communicate be, better than us because, too. because animals are perfectionists their instincts make them perfectionists yeah because, so, like, like we talked about last night the, mm-hmm. the humans who, who proceed to be imperfectionists that's mm-hmm. those are the ones that use more percent of their brain and uh, in nature, all animals are very instinctive. It's like it's like they are focused at twenty four seven and using all parts of their brain every single minute because they they, they can like dogs can uh, grow ten times already ten times better than humans or however many times better than humans automatically instinctively already. But I would say the average human, yes, the average human, yes, yeah, a dog can grow ten times better. You know what I'm saying? Because that dog is automatically, instinctively there. Yeah. It has no, like the free will that it has is to roam. Look That's some of this it. Stuff, like, I like to roam and look for food. Because I don't want to be quoting you know something. Saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it don't have as much free will as a human being does. There you go. So it keeps its natural instinct. It's always hell in the yard or out in nature anyway. You know, it don't drive. You know, 
So, you know, it keeps its natural, like, it's grounded with Mother Earth anyway because it's steady walks on it. Barefoot, mm-hmm. barefoot. So, you know, that's how animals, like, like, like animals, so they, 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 they suit, they, they already, they stay natural, so their instincts stay like that. They, that's instinct. Mm. But we can develop it. We can study it. The thing, the thing about the human being is the capacity that, that we can hold to to um, do things like this. Like we are blessed to be able to do way more and to have way more choices. But in that way, that 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 actually makes us responsible for taking care of the animals, regardless if they're bigger than us. Fourteen percent. Yeah. My bad. Lift it up, but okay. well, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying. That's why I don't quote some. I make sure I try to quote yeah. it right and accurately. Yeah, because because we, you know, what I'm saying we <clears throat> we possess a whole lot more intellect, and we can make guns to kill the biggest and biggest animals. But the thing is that uh, as humans, we we got to kill. So it's like like we have we basically responsible for. God's creatures, or whatever you know, what I'm saying whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're basically responsible for them. That's why you know what I'm saying some. So, so that's why you got wildlife researchers and you got people that's uh mm-hmm. that, that that try to battle extinction, mm-hmm. like of certain species. This is true. So you got people who think <laughs> like that. Now, see me being a vegan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was automatically like that anyway before I before I turned like vegan, like you know, as far as like the diet and what I wear and what I what I made and shit like that. Like you know what I'm saying? That's a question. That, that's a that's a good question. I think I asked you this before, but I don't think I've asked it in this context. Like, you don't like animal cruelty. You don't like to see animals get hurt. Nah. It makes a lot of sense because if I was born to be a vegan, I would probably have that same kind of perception. Exactly but too. to me, it don't really bother me to see no, animals see, get hurt, but I don't want to see animals thing, get cruelty hurt. Well, the thing if, is, you know. the thing is, if, if the motherfucker that already got killed and, 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 and it's packaged up already and, and in the freezer, yeah. it's too late. I mean, I, I ain't finna be like no radical vegan and just stand down and try to block the damn meat, the whole meat shelf and shit. Like, no, nah, you can't buy this no more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't gonna be like that. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you eat. But it's like, if, if, if that's happening in front of me, then I ain't gonna like it. I mean, like, if it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I, 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 I watch the motherfucker kill a deer. I watch the motherfucker kill a hog. I mean, I can sit there, but it's like... That house face, that house face, that deer's face, that deer's face to me. And it's like, I mean, it wasn't me. So, I mean, I don't have it on the get, I, I don't have it on my phone, so because it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't care what another motherfucker do. I, I sat there and watched them kill them. I mean, I was out in the country, I, I, I watched them kill them. Like, mm-hmm. they killed by two, three hogs. Killed a couple deer. Like, and they, and they, they, they were nighttime, they, they were poached. Mm-hmm. That's real. See, they were poachers. See, I, I hung with some poachers. Mm. Yeah, shit, yeah. That, uh, that's crazy. So, 
I can't really say that I've ever been hunting, but I have been hunting, but in a different way. Yeah. But I, I've never actually went hunting to hunt an animal. Like I've never got a chance. I mean, I've killed animals, but it was an accident or it was just to, uh, self-protection, things of that nature. But, but just to do it for joy, I've never had the, the urge to just want to go out and hurt an animal, even if it's an animal that I eat. Still, I mean. I, I like chicken. I don't see myself waking up <laughs> early in the morning, go outside and just see a chicken and just, you know, kill it and butcher it, skin it, you know, all of that. Yeah. I don't want to go through that process, but I know it happens. And it don't bother me because it's like, I know at one particular time, this is just my theory. Like, yeah. Get into this food thing, but you know us, we... It's just my theory. I just, I think that it, we used to cook our meat a whole different way back in the day. I just, that's just my belief. And I think a lot of ways that people cook their meats now are like bad for you. I just think they used to prepare the meat like way different. Supply and demand. The way, the way they used to prepare meat back then don't meet the demand of the people now because it's a lot more people. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna take much, much more slower for it to reach the markets if they if they produce it like they did back then. I'm just saying, you know, just so, throw it out there. Yeah, it's different. Of course, it's different. But see, yeah. I just exed all that shit out my motherfucking life. I ain't gonna have nothing to do with it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you, know, you know, like I said, it's two different, ver- two different sides. When the pandemic came. Nobody touched my kind of food. Nobody touched my kind of water. It was heaven for me. Oh, yeah. yeah but you motherfuckers good. going through hell <laughs> looking for that meat and shit. I remember you, bro. Yeah. And, yeah. and shit like that. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Some old, and, and, like, like I, I, all the bottled water and shit like that. All yep. that shit was down there gone, like the regular water and shit. Yeah. That's just crazy. They left my artesian water alone. <laughs> yeah, they did. It was but, heaven for me, so it's like... Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it just depends on... Whenever you let go of certain things in your life, yeah. you, 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 you can't see heaven. You can't, that, that's what heaven is. It's, it's being free uh, from from all your material uh, convictions. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, free from... Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being hurt. I like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you... Like, like, like feeling free with nothing and something. Because that's something. And making something out of nothing is that. It's being free of all your worries. All your that because that's what's gonna kill you the most. Mm-hmm. That's really what's gonna kill you the most. And it's worries funny. and doubts because they make you make poor decisions. And it's funny you brought up heaven. We started this whole dialogue talking about church. And I'm did I'm did I'm kinda glad you did bring it back full circle when you talked about heaven. And heaven is to me, I always say heaven is a state of mind. Heaven is what you, everybody doesn't have the picture in their mind like of the same type of heaven. So if that's the case, then there is not just one depiction of how heaven is. Heaven can always be a lot of different things because everybody has their own type of mind. So meaning your heaven is what you make it. Yeah. 
You make your own because, heaven. Because, because that's what I'm saying. Man done made definition on these words. Exactly. Like every word, it has a definition. And me, the word define itself is to take the fine quality away. Of course. So when you define a word, it's like, you know, to me, you're taking away its true quality anyway. Yeah. Because, because what you do, you leave yeah. room. You leave room for a bunch of controversy. Because who's to say that heaven see like heaven and hell are both uh true words to me because both of them have a consonant and both of them have a vowel i, I, I see heaven and hell is like the same kind they, they're the same vibration they're like they're like they're like on the same vibration and scale so they're like the same thing okay jesus mm -hmm. j-e say it's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. both of them are like true words they have the true high vibration of words so so Jesus and Satan is on a high vibrational level. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And Jesus and devil is on a high vibration level. So mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. I, I think they're all one and the same in, in terms of vibrational power. And look at this one. How in the hell does nobody really pay attention to the fact that heaven and hell both starts with H? Yeah. And Two he, different places. And, he, and they all have an H first. He. And then an E second. He made both of them. He so man, man made he. So it's like he he. To me, I always worked that like always looking into like animatology of the word like like words mean a whole lot different stuff than what it means now. Like it used to. Like things have changed. So it's like with those two words, if you actually break it down. It's seven and eleven, which adds up to the number nine. <clears throat> Meaning, you can't have hell without heaven, and you can't have heaven without hell. And number nine, anything multiplied <clears throat> by nine equals nine in terms of numerology. Nine times nine is eighty-one. Eight plus one is nine. I'm just saying, like you add up the. I mean, you nine times use the, two is eighteen. One plus two yeah. is nine. And that was just some numerology yeah. stuff for y'all. It's like 9 times 3 is 27. 3 plus 7 is 9. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like so 9, nine times 4 is 36. Heaven and hell equals 9. Yeah. So, nine. boom. Like 9 is the beginning and the end. Yeah. Can't have one without the other. Zero is infinity. There you go. Then they talk about that. Like... Eight is two, eight ain't number two zeros put together. Like two atoms put together. And eight is infinity. Yeah. It yeah. never stops. Yeah, it, it, it's like infinity time. You got, got, got two zeros put together to make eight. Because if you think about it, you can draw the number eight forever. Yeah. You can just sit there and just, just yeah. keep doing it. It's going to be a circle there, circle, 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 circle. <laughs> yeah. And you can just go skip it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's some numerology for y'all right there. there so, yeah. But, yeah, back to this heaven and hell thing. You know, we are talking about church, so I'm going to get a few disclaimers out the way. How can you, disclaimers how can out you the put way. a low vibratory definition on a word that's on, on a high vibratory word? Hell. It's because when you can trick a whole lot of people into believing that it's something that it's not. That's how you can take a powerful word and make it weak. Yeah. Like, for example, 
it's some it's a lot of stuff in a lot of different literatures when it comes to religions. And one particular thing in the Bible that I do like, and I actually did get this right, because there's a lot of truth in all of those languages, all of those scriptures, all those papyruses, mm-hmm. all those things. One thing that they did say that it's going to become a time where the strong will be looked upon as weak and people that's weak will be looked upon as strong. They got that part right. But what it is, is it's a book of analogies. It's not really stuff that actually happened. So what I got from that was they doing what we talking about, this language, this words, heaven and hell. How can you make a powerful word weak? Yeah. That's how they did it. They're like, they're like real and fake. Because both of them are high power words. Yes. Love, love and hate. Mm-hmm. Both of them are high powerful words. Because like, you can love something that you hate. Like, yeah. You can love right. something that you hate. Yeah. And you can hate something that you love. Yeah. Because it's one and the same. It's exactly. one and the same, but they try to separate them and shit. Yeah. Yeah, you, they try to separate them and shit, like, to, 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 to create an opposition, which is what they've been doing for a long, long time. Oh, yeah, man. They ain't going to stop. It's one and the same. But but you try you try to give hate uh, a bad, bad name whenever the word itself, like, in terms of vibrational power, is as powerful as the word love whenever you say it but you know what i'm saying if you're receptive to it you can mm-hmm. feel it you can feel it in your body if you're receptive to it at that at that moment yes, but, you can. um yeah so that's basically what they've been doing they they, they make these words oppositions now the only words that should be opposite of a word like mm. that is broken words like i say your CRs, your BRs, your, um, your DR. Well, if, your if that's the case, then the English language is the most broken language it that is. it is. It is. Because it is. they just piece together stuff. You know, they, 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 yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. Like, it is. <laughs> Then you know, they stole words yeah. from other languages and make them English. Yeah. Like, for example, jalapeno. That word is in the Latin, Hispanic word. Mm-hmm. But if you look it up in the dictionary, it's English. Mm-hmm. It's not even looked upon as have anything to do with Spanish, like language, like yeah. Latin, anything. Well, yeah, yeah, you could, um, you could take um, the, like the English word and translate it to because uh, of uh, what, and I think in Japanese is nani, like N-A-N-I, and so W-H is Broken, mm-hmm. but the Japanese way of saying the word "what" is not broken. In a in a, so nani. Mm. That means what? It's true. So so nani. If you say so if you say it like that, it's more powerful than what? Mm-hmm. Because what is broken? It doesn't create that. Doesn't create that vibrational force that that, that you feel if you're receptive to feel it. Mm-hmm. But nani does. Like. Um... If somebody was saying so, thank you in a, two different languages, yeah, I cannot so, go marshy marshy. Yeah. That's like Mandarin. Yeah, like Mandarian. I say, the, the, the older languages consist yeah. of more richer words that yeah. are more high vibrational frequency yeah. than English. Yeah. They they have more words like I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And they still well, yeah. do. Like like if you know their language yeah. and if you step like just, just, just get a sentence of, of, you know what I'm saying, 
a sentence of English versus a sentence of Latin. I bet you it'd be like uh, way more of richer words, high vibrational words put together to yeah. make that same sentence in English. Latin is like, here's the funny thing. Latin is actually the language that we're supposed to be speaking. Mm. Because why do I say that? Take out a dollar bill, any bill, oh, look no, on no, that no. bill, and you'll see Latin language on it. Yeah. Why would they? Why would an um, English American government put Latin words that most people yeah. don't understand on currency that they use each and every day? Mm-hmm. Is is also it's it's certain um, colleges that have uh, you know different symbols and stuff like that, and they have Latin words and stuff around it. Yeah, it's everywhere. People just don't really pay attention to it. But for those that do, yeah, that's now the answer to that. I can't tell you because I never really looked into it. But uh, now that I brought it back up to my own damn attention, I'm going to look into it so I can come up with a synopsis or an answer for it. Yeah. But it's going to be, it's going to take some time. So I won't be able to do it like tomorrow, but yeah, and get to work on it. It sounds good. I mean, because why, why use a language that we don't use, you know, and put it, display it for the world how do we not know that those latin words actually have a could be a part of a like some weird ritual every time that you use this particular currency with these latin words on it and you give it to somebody else it could be an exchange of negative energy and you don't even know it well, just it by depends, using it that money. It depends on your charge. Of course. Of course. Because, I'm just saying. We electric charge too. But I no, I'm, just, I'm just saying just off the money alone with those words on there that most people don't understand. How do we not know that that can have, it's, it's bad to even use that. Okay, well, see, that, that, that's why digital, that's why digital money is getting more into it. Like people starting to go more digital. Like China is like totally digital. Yeah, it is. Like they don't have paper currency no more, so I mean, I guess they yeah. eliminated that. <laughs> but uh, the U.S. sort of trying to get that way. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't care. No, nah, like, nah, I know nah, how to make that. digital money. Like the digital money is the money. Like I know how to make digital money. Digital money is the shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. If, if you get good at making digital money, That's you don't have shit. to worry about shit. If you create that formula, you can, can create you a good formula. Here's the funny you thing. Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like online shit, like, 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 like digital. You know what I'm saying? Having your money digital. Like getting paid and shit. And it's 100% true. And you know what? They also came up with digital money for other reasons other than just finance. They came in, came up with it for like a lot of criminal. They they wanted to stop a lot of criminal activity. Yeah, because you can't. So this how can you rob somebody that ain't got no money? On? Yeah, right, right, right. What if they ain't got no cards on? Mm-hmm. That I means you it. can't rob them. Most it. people that you know before digital money came around, everybody had to walk around with money on them. I got, got money in your wallet, card. stuff like that. I got a virtual card. And then that shit's crazy. I only use that virtual card for online shit. Mm-hmm. Look, what I use it on, I got to connect to my door there, so the money that I need right then and there, mm-hmm. it's very bigger money. It's like a network of, it's like a money network. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to create a money network. 
Mm-hmm. And that and that's what I've been working on. Yeah. My money network. There you go. I mean, because that's what it's. I mean, that's, that's what it's coming to. I mean, yeah. Everything's gonna it's gonna be all digital soon. I'm waiting for the time when people start paying uh, things and they like with their time. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. When people start paying things in their life with their time, and money no longer even exists. Yeah. <laughs> Never know. One day it might come. Well, you got to get a lot of people to believe that you don't need it. Exactly. What's going on, little man? Um. So, with uh, that being said, <clears throat> that's... Everybody knows that currency is like gonna be no longer in existence. The only currency that's gonna be in existence is gonna be like coins. That's it. You know, quarters, nickels, dimes, pennies. And then you're gonna have like gold coins and things of that nature. Silver coins, things of that nature. And that's always gonna be in existence. Digital money and coins. Currency is gonna be gone. Franks, dinars. All the, uh, uh, you know, all the currency that the world uses, all of this just gonna be gone. So. And the day that it happens, that's when we can say that the new world order actually did. They came through. They took over. They got it. They got exactly what they want. Why do I say that? Because <clears throat> it's easier to track digital money than currency. You can take currency and hide that shit under your bed. Nobody ever know. But if you got digital currency in some particular bank account, savings account, whatever account, it can be tracked. Easier. Because it's there. So, yeah. Sunday, like you said, we over here chilling, my bro live, we both live right now, just wanted to chop it up with, chop it up with y'all about some, you know, real nonchalant, and don't get it, don't get it twisted, I'm not banging on churches, I'm not banging on synagogues, I'm not banging on mosques, I'm not banging on none of that, but just want to let y'all know, man, listen, don't let nobody tell you that you got to go to a particular building every on this particular day to be whatever you're supposed to trying to be. Because I'm, I'm just saying, just get that out of your head. Don't let nobody keep telling you that. You don't have to show up at that place every day. I mean, every day, at that day of the week, every week. To be spiritual. Yeah. To be born again. Right. The thing about it is, you go there in hopes to get a full group to attune to one consciousness and to grow universally into one. 
Shit, fuck it. I give him some real game. You want to be born again? Just say it. You respect that. I mean, you respect that going to a, a place where all of y'all should be on the same topic, on the same topic. So you would expect uh, Tracy. Yeah. But, but whenever you got a lot of principles and dogmas that you talk, that you're telling people, they take it this way. They take it that way. Mm-hmm. They trying their best to take it your way, but they're going to take it this way. They're going to take it that way because sometimes the pastor may get stumped. But the pastor may have to make an example of it. Mm. And then somebody's gonna have to make an example of themselves. If they if they, they can't relate to his example, they can't mm. relate to the example, then he look, it's good. He says his ass on this son. Mm-hmm. But there you go. I mean, like, what if you got a lot of principles and dogmas in it? It's like people would never be like on that same Bible story state. Mm-mm. Because you got them wondering instead of assuring them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you assure them that chaos is going to happen, yeah. then they make it happen. Because yeah. it's it's written. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is written. Mm-hmm. Written by man. And philosophy, yeah, you know, a bunch of philosophers. Hell, even Shakespeare has something to do with it. But mm. I mean, I mean, uh, it was written by other people's truths. And here's a here's an ongoing. It's not a joke, but I used to claim it as a joke. But people are kind of sensitive to this stuff nowadays. But uh, <clears throat> I used to say how funny it is that the Bible is written in Shakespearean literature. If you look at Shakespeare plays and the poems and everything that he wrote, and you read the Bible, it's like reading the same thing. The only thing is the Bible don't rhyme. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with thou hence, uh, therefore, yeah. These words are Shakespearean words. Yeah. And it, the Bible is written in the same format. Yeah. That should be alarming to most people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, don't get me wrong. I ain't trying to convert like nobody say, to it was, nothing. It was from philosophers at that time. And it may, it may have had something to do with him or somebody that was influenced by him. Yeah. That was part of the works of making the Bible. Now, I have... I have indisputable proof that Jesus did not want to be worshipped and Jesus did not want this to be a religion. Mm. And so okay. the Catholics made it that way and whenever the first Pope came along, that's whenever it really it really officially became a, a religion. Mm-hmm. It wasn't supposed to be a religion according to the main the main person they made it for, oh Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeshua, whatever you want to call it. Mm. That's where they get the word yes from. Yeshua. Now, let me just get your opinion. I have my own thoughts, but I just love to hear your opinion on this one. What's the difference between Yeshua and Yahweh? Yahweh is what is what they refer to as God. That's mm. when Moses went up there and climbed on that mountain. Mm-hmm. And um, and God presented himself, presented himself to him in a meditation. 
because he could meditate and the Hebrew people cannot, right? Mm. He had this high vibratory knowledge. He had this knowledge that I'm speaking, and he, he and he used it in practical application all the time. So therefore, he could he was capable of it. You know what I'm saying with ease. Mm-hmm. But the Hebrew people were not. Mm. So he went up. So they trusted him with his knowledge, just like people trust doctors with their knowledge and dentists with their knowledge and all that. Mm-hmm. But so back then. He, you know what I'm saying? The Hebrew people trusted Moses with that, with, with, with his meditative knowledge. And Moses was in the same category as Jesus. They sleep on Moses. But Moses is in the same category as yep. Jesus was. Yeah, according to how it is. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, he went up there on Mount Sinai. And God presented to my name is Yahweh and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, either YHVH or something like that, but we know Yahweh is, yeah, what, is yeah. what, it's what the Bible says. VI something. Yeah, Yahweh is what the Bible says. Yeah. And uh, so he went back down and he told the people that. Mm-hmm. And he told the people and, and they spread their word. And so a bunch of a bunch of enlightened people done done this to to follow words. Mm-hmm. It's a trend. It's going on today as we speak. It's just mm-hmm. they did like. What they teach, what they should teach you, what they doing back then, how they did it back then, that should make you look at what's going on now. But the knowledge <clears throat> is hidden. The knowledge of how these, of how they got that way, is hidden. Mm-hmm. It's hidden in pieces. And to make that masterpiece, you gotta collect all the pieces because they got them in pieces now. As far as like in modern day society, they're in pieces. You gotta go watch this movie. You gotta go read this book. You gotta mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta go do by three, four, five different things to put pieces together, and then you can come back to this type of shit here, and then put more pieces together. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's in pieces. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it's supposed to be like, putting things together. That's why I always look. I don't say look down, but I always look kind of. <clears throat> sideways of people that, that say this is the only book that you need to read for your salvation. Yeah, but that if, if a bunch of people whenever they realize that they've been lied to. Yes. I mean, that, 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 so, that, that, that way of doing yeah. things backfires because it pisses people off. It do. And I wasn't going to try to go that far, but okay. Yeah. But people need to know the truth. I mean, this is 2022, and, you know, trust me, uh, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and expect different results. So if you get to the point where you are, let's just use prayer. Let's just say you pray every day. That particular person prays every single day. They've been doing this. Let's just say they've been doing this for like a couple years. And let's say them prayers, what they pray for, don't never get answered in those two years. Question is, and this is just a question for the general public, what would you do? I'm gonna tell would you, you continue to pray? I'm gonna or tell you would you stop? I'm going to tell you two type of people, and I'm going to tell you how, how it needs to be. Okay. You got some people <clears throat> that pray without researching prayer, and you got some people that pray and want to know more about prayer and research prayer. 
And I mean really research prayer. Yeah. When you research prayer like that, you will find, you will seek knowledge. I mean, if you seek knowledge, you will find. Like, I, I, I can't I can't name people who pray, like, you know what I'm saying? Or say pray for me and shit like that. I can't name, I, I, can't, I can't name a motherfucker that actually went on Google and study prayer like 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 put in different types of prayers or powerful prayers or you know they actually just like actually just googled that and actually just tried to put pieces together about prayer leading them to what they eventually want to get to like how i did me mm. but those are two different types of people yeah. though. Well, you got the followers that just that just pray and use the word pray and and and, and, and just know this type of prayer and they don't try to research Yep. That's a different prayer. Mm-hmm. And you got the others that do research it, and then they get what they were looking for. And, and that's their self-satisfaction. Yeah. And the satisfaction they need, you know what I'm saying, to get, you know what I'm saying, something that makes sense to them, something they can grasp, and something that can make them, you know what I'm saying, genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. Instead of living in the same rug, thinking it's going to work. Like you say, that's insanity. Mm-hmm. And continue to do it. Yeah. Until, so, until, they, until they just give up and don't do it no more. Just lose our hope and faith. Instead so. of researching for, researching for something, something that, that makes better sense exactly. to them. Exactly. And something that benefits them. Exactly. Yeah. So they they they, they don't want to research. I mean, no. I mean they, they, that's on them. They they got free will. Yeah, they do. That's on them. But. Everybody got free will, but the, but the real question is, will you choose to use it, or you let somebody else use it? Ninety percent. Because you can't give your free will away. It is a such thing. Ninety percent of them ain't gonna be ain't gonna do the research about prayer. That's what I'm saying. Specifically, prayer. So, I say about ninety percent of them ain't gonna do it. Why? Ten percent of them gonna do it, and they're gonna get way more knowledge and way more practical applications to practice on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, victims. <laughs> yeah. And, and and shit work exactly, and that's what's been happening here. And yeah, so that's it's what's like, been happening. It's like that's great. Oh yeah, I'm at a uh, 54. Stop mine, and um, um, shit, I'll make another one.